<laughs> I can't even start this thing. I know. <laughs> Episode 200. Hello and welcome to the Fish Nerds, the show about fish, fishing, and eating fish. I'm Clay Groves, uh, your chief nerd, licensed fishing guide, and host of today's show. And we are here on Silver Lake celebrating our 200th episode and the five-year show anniversary, which is a is crazy. Just as a point of reference for listeners, most podcasts, there's about 450,000 of them, don't make more than seven episodes. So we are um, we're the best at never stopping. And uh, <laughs> again, we're recording this live on the worst fishing lake in New Hampshire, Silver Lake. So suck it, Silver Lake. Uh, and we're on the brand new uh, Fish Nerds Fishing Barge hanging out. And on the barge today, we've got lots of special guests. We're going to get to each one of them at some point, Doc Martin is here. She flew all the way in from Kansas. We have uh, we have Nick Hudson Swagger, who's uh, who caught the biggest bass of the day so far. <laughs> we have Rich Collins, our fly fishing correspondent, who caught a monster pickerel today on a whopper plopper or something like that. And uh, even Dave Kellum is here, jigging in the front of the boat, but not catching any fish. So it's gonna be a really interesting. Uh, interesting hour and uh lots of, of of listeners and other podcasters have called in with uh congratulations and fishing jokes and we're going to play all those in between segments on this show if you are hearing this and thinking oh crap i should have called in my fishing joke call it in and help us celebrate our 201st episode uh just call 607-378-FISH and leave us your joke uh, and actually we're going to start off with the nerdiest joke we can think of and that's Doc Martin's uh, joke and if you know Placostomus this is the joke for you <laughs> okay I can't I believe it. I'm here with Doc Martin <laughs> in real life in real life I know and she's in cool in real life as she is on Facebook Aww, he's lying <laughs> <laughs> wait or maybe I'm just really not cool on Facebook <laughs> <laughs> well I don't know what cool is so Perfect. I set the bar low. There you go. <laughs> okay, I have I have a joke for you, Nick. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the, Don't be nervous. The Laura Coraday walked into a bar and said, "Is the bartender here?" <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hey, did you hear that? Wait. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> I don't think I'm smart enough to get the joke. It's so bad. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't, I'm not smart enough. Well, I'm, I'm gonna re. I'm gonna reverse engineer it. Okay. So okay. the punchline. It was a bar, right? Yeah. Is the bartender here? The bartender. So, is this a fish that hangs around a, a bar? Nope. <laughs> no. Oh, that no. Can't be it. Wait. What? Say it again. <laughs> the Laura Corday walks into a Wait, bar. The Laura Corday. Yeah. Walks into a bar and says, "Is the bartender here?" <laughs> I hate myself for this joke. <laughs> I feel so dumb right now. <laughs> exactly. The PhD is talking. Okay. So you know the uh, Pocosimus of the aquarium. The so what? the, the, the placostic, the placostomus. Okay. The, yeah, the armored catfish, little sucker fish. That clean oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. are those are in the lower cordae. There's a lot of them. Okay. Okay, so not usually not the one you buy at the store, but a different species of that. 
is it, it feeds a lot on wood. So is is the bar tender here? Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god. That I mean, was a smart person joke. That was a terrible yeah. joke. She's in the wrong place. Uh, you, you should be standing here, Rich. <laughs> well, at least you didn't throw me off the boat. <laughs> hey Clay. Greetings, Fish Nerds Nation. This is Chris, also known as the TOF, host and creator of Gravity Beard. Man, 200 episodes. That's incredible. What a milestone. Congratulations. I have a fish joke for you. How did the mollusk get into college? On a scallop ship. Where do women fish keep their money? In their octopurse. Did you hear about the crab that went to the gym? He pulled a muscle. What do you call a crayfish with a messy room? A slopster. What do fish use for money? Sand dollars. How do the guppies get to the hospital? In a clambulance. What do you get when you cross a banker with a hammerhead? A loan shark. Why don't fish do well on school tests? Because they work below sea level. Why did the squid cross the road? To get to the other tide. Why are fish so well educated? They swim in schools. Where does a fish keep his money? In the riverbank. There you go, Clay. There's my joke. Thanks for having me on. Congratulations on your 200th episode. Hope you have 200 more. Hi, fish nerds. I'm from the Almost Rose podcast. My name is Patrick. Congrats on 200 episodes. i got a fish joke for you. A fish walks into a bar. The bartender says, what can I get you? The fish replies, All right, everyone. It's Clay. We're back again, and we're sitting on, again, on the, on the fishing barge. Rich Collins, our fly fishing correspondent, is here, and he has been really kind of upset lately because he's been fly fishing, but... He's been catching fish on eggs, and it's been too easy to fish. So two things easy. he's complaining about, easy fishing and fishing with cheating uh, with eggs. He thinks both things are cheating, although I just saw him use big treble hooks to catch a pickerel. Hey, Rich. Didn't happen. <laughs> this is Suck It Silver Lake. This is the worst lake ever, and I would use uh, dynamite if it were legal. If you could. <laughs> Rich has poisoned a couple sections of the lake right now to get fish to float up and see what happens. And all it does is make them deader. Yeah, but you just got back from a big trip in Maine. In were, Maine, Rangeley, Maine. Rangeley. Yeah, I go a couple times a year up to Rangeley where there are, quote-unquote, lots of wild native um Fish still in existence, mostly trout. And were you catching natives and wild fish, or were those uh, cookie-cutter stockies? Because I, I saw I the photos, know. by the way. It looked like one photo, like, 80 times. <laughs> I, know, <laughs> I know. I know. And it, it, it's it's a pretty wild thing because the suckers were running. Um, and, you know, this is not something I grew up with or am familiar with. I knew suckers ran, but I just remember people would go and, like, spear them and throw them up in the bank and kill them. And there was no... It was, like, a sport, but it wasn't really... I don't know. I don't know why people did it. Why do you kill a fish for no for no reason? Uh, well, I tell you, I, I've done it. So having speared, <laughs> well, there you go. Having having speared suckers. When Dave and I were on the quest to to get all the fish in New Hampshire, uh, when we were sucker spearing, it was very hard to spear one because the goal was catch one fish, eat it, be done with that species. Yeah. And not just go berserker and start killing. Like, well, yeah, I, it, yeah. it's You're very difficult. I, I wasn't. I was in my. I was like old. I was. I wasn't like. I wasn't as young as Doc Martin, but I was 
<laughs> I was old. I mean, she's pushing 29. You're pushing off the edge. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you went on a bloodlust quest to slaughter. Every I, I had I had a very difficult time stopping at just one. I think I, did I Dave, did I kill one or two of them that day? I think you killed two. Yeah, and I wanted to keep going. Like no, I mean I could see the dice. Dave was holding me back physically. No, no more. And I'm like, I must kill. <laughs> I no, could we see go the back um... with a plunger. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a okay. little noose, like we'll catch them around the neck. Oh, I like that. Well, they do bite. Uh, that's another great debate. Is people say suckers won't bite during the spawn, and I catch them with flies in the mouth. So I, either they bite aggressively or they actually feed. I don't know. We don't know because they're a very confusing species. But I mean, it was a. It was an orgy. That's the only way I could put it. It was thousands of suckers doing their thing. And then behind it was this cool hierarchy of fish. Right behind the suckers in the prime fishing spot, there were trout. Yeah. And before you get there, so a lot of people don't know, like white suckers is what you're talking about. And they, I think, they I don't probably, usually, yeah. And they, and they generally spawn in big groups. But if you look close, usually it's a big female in the middle and two males on either side. They usually in threesomes. Oh, you could walk on them there. Yeah, and, but they all get. Just a, but in the, in, that's what the, kind of their their thing is. It's it's two on one. Oh, it's a, it's a the, menage a trois. The devil's threesome. So <laughs> the suckers threesome. The suckers threesome. So that's that's how they generally do it. <laughs> but how do they do it? Do they just swim in each other's? Spawn? Well, so if if you listen to last week's show, we talked about how fish spawn. It's one yawns a lot, looks like it's yawning and <laughs> dropping its milt on the other's eggs, and that's how they do it. Comes out of their mouth. You must yawn. I watch them. Their mouth always opens wide, so it's part of it. Oh, spawning. <laughs> so, <laughs> but the but so they're doing that and having spawning. a great time, and they yell spawn, uh, and then behind them is the <laughs> trout eating. The eggs. Yeah, and it was like there was the trout were three feet behind them. Mm-hmm. Then came salmon, and then came the lowly the chub, which were bigger than all the fish. The chub were like just rocks. And in my were, opinion, some of the cooler. Oh, fish. they were so cool. They're all horned up too, and I don't know if they're spawning either, but their their horns come out, the bumps on their head, and they turn this bright red. So yeah, those are those are spawning fish, and and so they grow those, and they pile giant piles of pebbles like three feet high, and they spawn in those pebble pebble piles. Pebble 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 piles. Do so they go? I don't know what noise they make. <laughs> although, although they croak when you catch them, so maybe they do. Yeah, so the, so the deal was for three days I fished um, some of these great rivers, the McGalloway River, the Kennebago, and I got one fish each day, one brook trout. Um, and I was like, all right, that's pretty good. You know, it wasn't a skunk. It's terrible. And then the last day, it was a Monday, I went to a secret spot that everybody knows about, and there was just there was one run of river where these, these um, suckers were, and everyone was using either an egg, a white egg, a small white egg, or a nymph, anything that rose from the bottom up. No, they have them under a bobber. Oh, of course. Yeah, you got mm-hmm. you to bobber them up. I mean, excuse me, strike indicator. Strike indicator. Yeah. So, yeah, my question was, is this like ethical because the the fish you'd literally catch a trout and it would like cough up eggs they were just gorging i mean they were absolutely just feasting on these these sucker eggs and then the fisherman comes and basically tricks them and i guess isn't that by the definition of fishing we're always just trying to trick them into eating something they're already eating and then say that we tricked them but it's it's so easy but you know (laughs) if i was fishing for you i'd put a beer on a hook and 
Relax, <laughs> catching rich cops. Yeah, cupcakes. So easy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then I brought up the whole thing about, you know, the bass on their spawning beds. Should we fish for them? No, but do we? Yeah. Would I do it right now on Silver Lake? Yeah. I bet you would. <laughs> but ethics was coming up as, uh, as it is often lately, but... Um, it still wasn't easy because the fish were all piled up in one particular spot, but the idea of eggs is fly patterns with bobbers. I don't know. It, it feels like it's barely fly fishing. It's barely. Yeah. Especially yeah. when you don't cast, when you do the, the doppel or whatever they call it, you just uh, drop it in front and let <laughs> it drift. You could, you might as well bend you in Tenkara. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, then, then you can net them and take photos and everybody goes, Ooh, ah, and then you catch a thousand fish. Well, we had a, we were talking about you before you got on the boat today. And, and in fact, Nick was, Nick was the one talking. Nick said I was a jerk. Uh, no, it's not what he said. He said, I don't know how Rich has all this fishing time. And what we determined was, is you don't. You go out and <laughs> on these trips and you catch like a thousand fish and you take their picture. And then you just take them on your computer one day and put them all, like remove the background on Photoshop and you swap the backgrounds. Then every day you're posting these fishing pictures, but... We're stopping for a second because Nick just cast it into the trees. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he gets for talking yeah. shit about me. See, so, I have powers. There we go. got it out. So we're, we're thinking that you don't actually fish that much. You just are really good at timing your photo releases out. Kind of like I have a job where I do marketing. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. And the real answer is I don't have children, so... I mean, so you have the time. <laughs> yeah, I have the time. Yeah, I guess if we, if we removed all the time we spend with kids every day and have time to fish every day. You would day. have amazing fishing experiences. Right. Not that kids aren't amazing. They're just not fish. <laughs> That's right. You can't throw them back when you're done with them. So it, for, for sucker egg patterns, there's white eggs? Yeah, white chartreuse, like the bright yellow, and then there's um, red. See, for you, chartreuse is bright yellow. Let's talk about that. Mm. My least favorite color is chartreuse. I hate it. Come fish, up on the fish show. love it. That, they love it, but they doesn't... What color is chartreuse? It's a contrast. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know what color it is. It's just a con. It's a high contrast. But what color to you Oh, it's, is... just, it's a neon yellow green. Yellow green. But yellow. Yeah. I think so it's I, more yellow than green. Yeah, I've never seen a consistent thing, so I hate it. Oh. Yeah. I hate the name. I hate the word. It's like... I think it's like fishermen trying to sound smart. <laughs> like like saying placostomate oh like watermelon colored lures yeah watermelon i prefer and... that i know it the watermelon is red unless it's green right that's not right or perch <laughs> perch is a color now it perches a color yeah when you get certain lures they come in perch color i, I hate this conversation now. <laughs> it's dumb <laughs> all right we'll cycle back <laughs> thanks rich collins hi i'm zach demopoulos from the raising rents as in parents podcast. Hey, Clay and gang, congratulations on 200 episodes. That's an incredible achievement. It really is. I got a fish joke for you. Here it goes. Poor old fool, thought the well-dressed gentleman, as he watched an old man fish in a puddle outside a pub. So, feeling bad for him, he invited the old man inside for a drink as they sipped their whiskeys. The gentleman thought he'd humor the old man and asked, So how many have you caught today? The old man replied, You're the eighth. <laughs> Thanks for letting us do this, Clay. We love you, man. Thanks for what you do. Hey, fish nerds. Captain Sean here, MainTunaFishing.com. Why are sharks so angry? Two penises, no hands. Hey, Clay and fish nerds. 
Congratulations on 200 episodes. Holy crap, that's amazing. Good job. Uh, we're, we're trailing behind you guys. I'm, I'm Adam. I'm with the Twisted Ten and the Living Podcariously podcasts. We're almost at 100 on Living Podcariously, so trust me, I know what it takes to get to, well, at least that far, not necessarily to 200. But anyway, congratulations. That is, that's kick-ass. All right, so here's a joke for you. One day, two guys, Joe and Bob, were fishing. A funeral service passes over the bridge they're fishing by. Bob takes off his hat and puts it over his heart. He does this until the end of the funeral service. Joe then looks at Bob and says, Gee, Bob, I didn't know you had it in you. Bob replies, It's the least I could do. After all, I was married to her for 30 years. <laughs> Congratulations, guys. Super happy that you guys made it to 200. Can't wait for 200 more. All right, have a good one. Hey, Clay, guess what? What? So... One of our Fish Nerd fans had a really cool idea, and he did a parody of a Flogging Molly song that I am going to play for you, and it's kind of about you and the nerds for our 200th episode. I'm, I'm so excited. Fun fact, I don't know who Flogging Molly is. <laughs> <laughs> I think I described them as a gentler version of Dropkick Murphys. Oh, good. I like gentle dropkicking, so that sounds great. So so who made us this? Who wrote this? Uh, this is by fish nerd John King. Oh, that hippie, crappy... The crappy hippie. The crappy hippie, the peace-loving redneck from eastern Kansas. You got it. I love that guy. <laughs> Me too. Hey, John, thank you so much. I I can't tell you it means so much that people like you, and, and you are you specifically... Uh, participate in this whole silly adventure that we do uh, it means a lot and uh, I cry a little bit every time I get interaction with, with this kind of stuff so I'm so happy thank you Fish nerd life, Clay said that it would 
Hello. Tommy, can you hear me? Can you hear us? Yeah, we can hear you. What okay. does the fox say? <laughs> <laughs> Your kids, that was perfect. It's exactly what I expected. They're just ridiculous. <laughs> All right, we're still we're still oh, yeah. floating on. He's urinating again. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I don't know how he does it. Right now, Rich Collins is peeing off the back of the boat. Uh, I'm not sure it's legal, and I don't know if you know how to do that. No! Um, oh, and Nick just missed a, a, a fish, so maybe the trick is... Um, that was the most exciting it's been. I know. <laughs> we, got, we have exposed fisher people and fish biting so at the same time. Uh, what else could you want? Anyway, we're on the boat here. Dave Kellum and, uh, and Doc Martin are sitting with me, comfortable, enjoying a nice dogfish head. My dog is sleeping on their feet. It's a good day. As long as Rich remembers to zip his pants up, it's going to be a great day. <laughs> but, but this is not our first failed fishing trip of the week. This will be our second uh, the other day, uh, Eric and I drove down to the uh, Squamscott. Is that, is that River? Squamscott River? Yes, it's Squamscott River, right in Exeter. Right in downtown Exeter, home of the worst cup of coffee in the world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, no, I, sh I wish I would have warned you about that <laughs> coffee place. So the place is called D2 or something, something mm -hmm. like that. And that's a that's a signal right there. Right, it doesn't have a real name? It <laughs> doesn't have a real They're trying too hard. Mm -hmm. What does it stand for? I don't D know what it's D there. worst cop. Well, <laughs> well, D one went out of business because it was D worst. So, <laughs> well, the frustrating so they, so they doubled down. They doubled down. Yeah, screw that. We're gonna make twice the amount of bad coffee. <laughs> well, the frustrating thing is they think they are doing you a favor by like by pouring each cup. Right. Yes, like, they do a pour over. Yeah, they do a pour over. Yeah. How long did it take them to pour that? Well, we actually, interestingly, so so let me just kind of tell this story. This is more important than fishing. Who cares about fishing? <laughs> so I, I, I love iced coffee. It's kind of my thing. And I bring my own kind of mug. And I went into iced coffee, and I order iced coffee, and he pours it out of a refrigerated mug into my mug. And it, he handed it to me, and it's all, and I looked at it, and it's all curdled and gross. Yeah. And I handed it back to him. I said, that doesn't look right. He goes, must be the milk you added. I'm like, well, I didn't add milk. <laughs> I said, however, it would have been your milk I added. Red flag. Still would have been a problem. Right. You know, it still doesn't doesn't normally curdle when it milk hits coffee, right? So he goes, I'll just make you a fresh one. So I hand him all my stuff. I go to the bathroom, you know, alone. <laughs> good, good call. Okay. Some people can pee anywhere. Uh, just clarifying. Uh, and and I come out, and the guy's not talking to us. Erica's standing there looking at me like, I don't know what's going on here. Uh, and then, so he's got a little scale and he's measured out coffee grounds, you know, by the gram on his scale. And then he's very <laughs> carefully poured 200 grams of, or whatever measurement of water, hot it, water. It was very beautifully poured, yeah. to be fair. That's it the only looked good like thing. if he was making a commercial for doing a pour over of coffee. Mm -hmm. You know, and then about 35 minutes later, he handed me a cup of iced coffee. <laughs> no. He just poured he just poured a pour over over ice. Uh right. And all I wanted was a cup of iced coffee. Like Dunkin' Donuts would have been fine. Right. Yeah. And then it was like a hundred dollars for it. I know. Yeah. They're really expensive. I've tried it twice. Yeah. I think you had the try it twice rule, right? You'll yes. try anything twice? Yep. Yep. And uh yeah, so I've I've given them my two. So I'm sorry I did not warn you about that spot. Yeah. So anyway, so we would <laughs> the plan was to go down to Exeter and and jig up some alewife, mm -hmm. put them on a really big hook, and then catch striped bass. Yes. Once so we got down there, you had your boat in the water, beautiful old boat with a nice motor on it. And we got in the boat, and it was beautiful. It was like, it was like 100 degrees out. It was so nice. Mm -hmm. 
and we motored up to the bottom of where there used to be a dam, and the alewife were jumping out of the water like crazy, and we we caught some. <laughs> you you guys caught some. We got yeah, some. Yeah, we caught some. So I think your definition of success, because you said that was an unsuccessful trip, mm-hmm. I, I think that needs to get reevaluated. Okay. We were successful in, in uh, jigging up some alewife. Yeah, exactly. And we had like, we had like a little, little collapsible laundry basket hanging off your boat as a live well. Which works really well. It worked really well. Yeah. And we threw all the, all the live, uh, semi-live alewife into that. And then we motored downstream just about 25 feet, anchored, put them on a really big hook and tossed them out and waited for, waited for the uh, stripers to come in. Yeah. Now, yeah. did you mention you had one on at one point? Well, we're getting there. Oh, so, sorry. yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I jumped. I jumped. You could jump. I was yeah. going to, you know, you have no script. So, yeah. <laughs> so we got one. <laughs> Guys, we got one. What? That was it. We got one. We, we got, got one. One fish bit. Yeah. Felt it pulling. The line was dragging out like crazy. And then it let go. Right. Yep. And it's because Clay doesn't know how to use a circle hook. It's impossible to catch a fish on a circle hook. <laughs> and who knew when you give Clay, you know, that I should have given him an instruction manual. It's impossible to catch a fish on a circle hook. No one's ever done it. There's no example of successful people fishing with circle hooks. You know, the PETA <laughs> folks have a new hook out. It's just a circle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we failed. We got to feel its weight for a while and everything. Uh, but we did, we did catch, we, we saw snapping turtles. We And the cormorant with and, the eel. And we saw a cormorant eating an eel. This was a cool thing, right? Yeah. That was awesome. That yeah. was my favorite. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the best thing is we're looking at this cormorant and he comes up with this eel and it's very impressive. And then being a true eel, it slips out of the cormorant's bill, which has got to be a trick. It's got to be. And then, it, the, then the cormorant just goes right back down. Grabs it, pops up again, and this thing is like flipping all over its face. You know, who knows, biting it. I don't. Do eels bite? I, I probably if you're whatever it takes. Hey, Doc, do eels bite? I've never been bitten by one. Oh, see, then they <laughs> must not. <laughs> With your more than twenty-six years of experience, you've never been, never been bitten by an eel. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> and eventually, after like three drops and dives, this cormorant got it. And then we took a beautiful scenic drive down the Squamscott River to check out uh, the uh, the wastewater treatment plant. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> so we came around the corner, and I'm like, oh, I think I smell the ocean. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not the ocean. No. no. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I'm like, Doc, Doc, that's not the ocean. She's like, Yeah. <laughs> Well, you could taste it. You could totally <laughs> taste it. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. So thank you for that trip. <laughs> no, it was a good trip. It was a good trip. See, the definition of success is if something's memorable. Well, win. Oh, yeah, See, total yeah, so win. We had a really good time. Yeah, and, and I mean that we found the tiniest, the tiniest hurdle. Yeah, <laughs> it was the size of a quarter. It was. Yeah. Tiniest, and then Clay told me to skip it across the water. I didn't and say that. Kind of bullied me into it. <laughs> and then you did really it. Mean about I it. saw that. That was really unfortunate. <laughs> it was. I felt uncomfortable for you. <laughs> I, I didn't though. I released it gently, and Clay was upset the whole time. <laughs> I thought for sure bass was going to eat that. <laughs> Clay has some weird vendetta against turtles. I don't know what it is. Nature suction cups. <laughs> <laughs> Are those, wouldn't that be an octopus? No, but that's a UHF re- reference. We were talking about that <gasps> movie. and Yes. Yeah. 
Oh, we didn't bring the Twinkie things. Oh, we were going to do Twinkie Wiener sandwiches for lunch today. We forgot. So. Dang it. Wow. Next time. Next time. Next time we get to 200 episodes, <laughs> we'll do that. Episode 400. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So anyway, we're celebrating five years. We're drinking beers. We're fishing. Uh, and uh, we're happy. So thanks for coming. Yeah. Cheers. Yay. <laughs> Hi, Clay. Hi, Clay. This is Kevin in Omaha, Nebraska, and my son, Bennett. Hey, how old are you, Bennett? Five and a half. All right. And you have some fishy jokes you'd like to tell? What's the funniest fish in the sea? Uh, I don't know what. The clown fish. Oh, that's a good one. I'm guessing they've heard that one. Do you have another one? Yes. All right. Let's hear it. Knock, knock. Who's there? That watch. Stopwatch who? Stopwatch you're doing and let's go fishing. Ah, that's a good one. You want to go fishing? Yeah. Okay, let's go fishing. Hey, Clay, happy 200th. You're doing a great job. Keep up the good work. Love the podcast. See ya. Hi, Clay. It's Leah, and I have some jokes for you. What do you call a deer with no eyes? No idea. What do you call a deer with no eyes and no legs? Still, no idea. What do you, what did the scarecrow win an award for? He was outstanding in his field. What did the ocean say to the lighthouse? Nothing, he just waved. Why couldn't the lifeguard save the hippie? He was too far out, man. What do you do when you see a spaceman? You park, man. Why does it have tail feathers? Cover its butt quack. And finally, what is a pirate's favorite letter? You'd think it's R, but it's really the C. Or the P, because without it he's irate. Or the P, because it looks like an R with one leg. Thank you very much. One day, an old-time New Englander had just uh, polished off a 12-pack of Tuckerman's Pale Ale up in the... uh, Conway, New Hampshire area. I can't recall his name, but he's been around a while. Um, he decided to go ice fishing. So he walked out um, out of his house and found some ice. Drilled a couple holes, stuck his head down in the hole, and heard a voice. There are no fish down there. Kind of confused the old man, so he went and drilled a couple more holes um, a few yards away. And again, he heard this voice. There's no fish down there. So the old man now uh, thought he saw some some real uh, some real God coming down here. So he looked up in the sky and he said, "God, is that you?" And the voice that came back said, "No, you idiot! It's the skating rink manager." Ha! Hi, fish nerds. My name's Anthony. I'm from Southeast Pennsylvania, and I just wanted to call to congratulate you on your 200th episode. The show is awesome. And I just want to say to uh, keep up the great work. All right. Thanks. Bye. Hey, fish nerds. This is Jeffrey Worm down in Texas. Uh, I do make some YouTube videos. You can find me there. That's not why I'm calling. I'm calling to wish you a happy 200, and if that's too late for this, happy 201. It's a big deal. Congratulations. And I want to tell you a fish joke. What do you call a fish with no eyes? You call it a peace. News, news, fish in the news.
record. All right, Doc. We're here. Back. We're back. We're recording live in the car. <laughs> <laughs> and it's t- now, now, a lot of people who uh, follow along with Fish Nerds know that, uh, that Doc loves fake news, thinks it's the best thing to ever happen to science. And. <laughs> I'm and my, my my headphones here. I know she's tangled up in her headphones. It, recording in a car is hard. Uh, and, but anyway, so and, and she, Doc, you you teach at Emporia State University in yep. Eastern in Kansas. And they fired me yet? Yes, that's and, correct. And you created a new course on fake news. Yes. Like how to make fake news. No. Fake news one on one. No. How to speak Russian. Oh. To, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're you're so close. So close. Okay, help me out a little bit. <laughs> um, so I teach a course, and it's something that I created with two other professors there, and it's basically all about the this fake news phenomenon. Um, we start the class by pointing out that this is not a new phenomenon, which I think surprises a lot of people. Fake news has been around since people. Right. It, it was invented first in 2017. Mm-hmm. I heard. Oh, right. Yes, right. of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, it turns out people have always been liars and manipulators. Yep. Yeah. Always. Always. Uh, and, and don't think that just because uh, you're you're one political side or the other, you're exempt. Oh, no. Because you know Everybody's what? Everybody's guilty. All, and, and so are the fish nerds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah. We, we fall into this trap all the time. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to set some traps for you, Claire. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. So uh, I wanted to start with a question, and then I'm going to lead into some stories so my question is do fish fart <laughs> do fish fart and this yes. is a great question right i love this and I, but because okay. the reason i love this is first of all farts are everything that's great everybody in the world. loves farts every culture every yeah it's funny across borders yep. and it crosses borders without any help it just goes mm-hmm. uh and my daughter thinks farts are the funniest thing this morning she was trying to prevent you from leaving <laughs> that's right and she created a <laughs> fart barrier she stood in front of the door she, she goes did. you can't leave doc because i just broke the sky yep she yeah. she uh ruined the kitchen i believe is how she put it right so the question <laughs> you you posed me is do mm. fish fart yes. um Hmm. Good mm. question. My well, let me back up. Yeah. What was define what fart? What is right? a fart? Yeah. Right. So fart is a release of methane from your butthole. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a scientific word. I don't I, want to I get would too... have said releasing gas from the anus. Uh huh. You wanted right. to say it scientifically. Well, I was being. I was trying. <laughs> I was. That's as scientific as I can get today. <laughs> For the long drives. I worked all weekend just being nice. So. <laughs> <laughs> don't be creepy. Don't be creepy. That was my weekend plan. So, um, <laughs> too late. So, so do do they fart? Do they release gas from mm-hmm. their anus? Yep. Um, seems like an obvious port. However, fish are different than people mm-hmm. and mammals. And I don't even know. If, I I couldn't even tell you if other forms of animals fart. But I know that every organism releases some sort of waste, right? Mm-hmm. Everything breathes of some sort and, and releases some sort of respiration. It's part of life. Is farting, farting is not respiration, but it's still getting rid of waste. Mm-hmm. I would say they do fart, but not through their butts. Okay. Yeah. So they do fart. Yes, I win. And it is... And the podcast. Oh, and no. okay. We're done. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Last episode. <Yeah. laughs> and it is uh, through their anus. Really? Yeah. How come we don't see bubbles? Uh, no, that's a, that's a good question. Because, <laughs> um. by the way, if that happened, if they had bubbles when they farted, I would be the happiest people ever. Like, it would... 
be so much joy to be like canoeing around and see bubble trails. Scuba diving would be so much oh more interesting. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> it's just the greatest thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so they do mm-hmm. part, and it comes so. All fish species are put together slightly differently. So I'm going to focus on one species because this relates to the next thing I'm going to talk about. So this is going to talk about herring. Bring us a herring. <laughs> it's right after the shrubbery. Yeah, this <laughs> um, so they have a swim bladder. And so the swim bladder is used for buoyancy. And so they can pump in... and pump air in and out of their swim bladder and they can uh, that's connected to their gut which is of course connected to the anus so they can expel gas in that way so they pump air in and out of swim bladder how Mm. does the air get into the swim bladder so um (laughs) deep breath (laughs) yeah sorry (laughs) um so fish don't have lungs um it depends on the fish species so some fish actually can connect their like mouth and throat to their swim bladder and some is diffusion across small capillaries it just depends but that's how they do it okay got it Mm -hmm. and then it gets into the swim bladder and then eventually into the gut and then eventually it's a fart great yay now does it make noise so I'm so <laughs> glad you asked. Everyone's going to want to know. So the question is, there was, um, or, or was there, there was a group of scientists. <laughs> there might have been a group of scientists. There might have been a group of scientists that might have lived in the UK. Mm-hmm. And they suggested that um, these herring have very excellent hearing, but they don't know what they use it for. <laughs> so they think that the herring communicate partially at least mm-hmm. by farting what really? do you think about that i think well let's think they're they're they like live in large groups right mm-hmm. it's called uh, schools yep yeah, so i'm showing up that's why yeah. they're so smart i'm showing up that's right <laughs> <laughs> so they so they're in huge schools and so the question is can they communicate through farts mm-hmm. i would think to a degree if you, if you call so i think they can smell each other and i okay. and i and i <laughs> And so, yes, I bet they can communicate, but it depends on what you're talking about communicating. Like, I think location, like, you know, we're all staying, we're all sharing the same road trip stink, you know, yes. But <laughs> that's what I, that's my, that's my I'm complete, by the way, I made all that up. It's all just me making up stuff. It's, it's so good, though. Sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, so your answer is this is real news. Yeah, totally, totally true. Totally true. Yes. It, it is. It's, it, this is a true news. Yes. Um, so this is from National Geographic, and it was published in Biology Letters, I think, in 2003. This must have made the scientists so happy. Oh, this is, yeah. The, They're like, hey, the people studying this they, are just when awesome. They, when they proposed the first, the, when they wrote the proposal to whatever institution <laughs> they were doing it for, before our publication, it, it was like a bet. Hey, Joe, I bet, I bet you a hundred pounds <laughs> I can get a publication about fish farts in are, Nat Geo. Are right? you ready for what they call them in the scientific uh, paper? Oh, please. Because can't you, you can't you use fart in a scientific paper. Right. I okay. Know. So it turns out that these herring, they make unusual sounds at night mm-hmm. and um, they called it in their paper, fast, repetitive 
Tick. FRT. <laughs> no kidding. I am not kidding. FRT. <laughs> so it's fart. <laughs> oh, I am so great. And see, that's what I science so is smart. all about, right? SMRT. <laughs> FRT. I love science. This yeah. is well, because scientists are all just like us. Mm-hmm. They're all just super nerdy and weird, <laughs> and they still want to laugh at everything. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's fantastic. I love that news. So uh, tell me more. Yes, more. I have a little bit more. So these fish were found to produce the high-frequency sound bursts up to 22 kilohertz, and the noise clay was always accompanied by a fine stream of bubbles. No way! <laughs> yes, way. Oh, this makes me so happy and giggles. Bubbles and giggles, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, that makes me, the amount of joy I just got out of this story. (laughs) Like, first of all, it's true. Right. Second, FRT. Mm -hmm. Third, bubbles. Are you kidding? Like, it can't get better. (laughs) I'm crying. Like, I'm so happy. And you want to know how they described it? Yeah, please. Like a high-pitched raspberry. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's exactly right. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And, Doc, do you know why... Do you know why farts stink? Uh, I mean, is this a joke or do you want me to answer this? <laughs> or just, just, you know, do you know why they stink? Yes. Yeah, so deaf people can enjoy them. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, we don't have any deaf listeners. Uh, oh. This is getting worse. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's true, though. <laughs> um, but what triggers wait, the Wait, wait, wait. Is- we're about to drive past a state oh. trooper. Uh-oh. Now, we're not on a cell phone and driving. We're not texting and driving, (laughs) but is what we're doing legal? I don't know. I want to find out. Oh, good. She was on her phone. (laughs) Parked, though. Parked. She was parked, parked. yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was hilarious. Would have been really funny to be pulled over. Yes and no. We would keep recording. I mean, I'm already going to be late for the first bus. We have time. Let's get pulled over. Let's do it. Do some crimes. All right. And then, in general, they found, just to wrap this up really quickly, that what triggers... The FRTs <laughs> is um, broccoli. <laughs> way too much algae in their diet. <laughs> um, darkness and high fish densities. Uh huh. So if it starts to get dark uh-huh. and there's too many fish around, then they start releasing their FRTs. Oh, and they're British, right? Ah, uh, yes. I only fought at night and in crowds. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Okay. Beautiful thing. They're like Morrissey. (laughs) (laughs) I cried a million tears last night. (laughs) So there, there you go. There's, there's your fish fart. I'm so happy. We can do no other stories in the rest of my life, and this one we'd end, and I'd be happy. So beautiful thing. All right. Well, that's all I got for that one. Thanks, Doc. Hey, Clay. Congratulations on the 200th episode. This is Michael Frank down in Columbia, South Carolina, with Frank's Fly Arts. Um, I heard you were looking for some funny fishing stories or jokes, and my favorite fishing story I heard back when I was working at the campsite, campsite sports shop on Long Island, the fly shop where I really first learned how to fly fish. Um, Charlie Nardi, the manager of the shop at the time, told me that Lee Wolf had stopped in in the early 80s. Uh, Lee Wolf, of course, is a very famous Catskill fly fisherman known for uh, creating the Wolf series of dry flies and many light tackle uh, world records. He's also credited as the uh, originator of the whole catch-and-release ethic, the modern catch-and-release ethic with his, quote, a good game fish is too valuable to only be caught once. Um, Anyway, 
as the story goes, Lee walked into the shop, and Charlie and Lee were talking fly fishing, of course. And Lee asked Charlie, so, Charlie, when are you going to join the 1820 Club? And Charlie bit and said, Lee, what, what's the 1820 Club? And Lee said, well, Charlie, to join the 1820 Club, you have to catch an 18-pound or larger Atlantic salmon on a size 20 or smaller fly. And Charlie said, well, Lee, that's, that's impossible. How is anybody supposed to do that? I mean, the tippet you can tie into and put through the eye of a size 20 fly is, is so small, it's, it's like a 5X. Well, by way of explanation, of course, a 5X tippet is nylon monofilament that, weigh, that has about a test strength of a shade under five pounds. <laughs> Lee's answer to Charlie, of course, was, now, Charlie... If I tied a size 20 hook onto a piece of 5X tippet and I stuck it into your lip, how much you want to bet I could lead you all around this shop? Old school wacky. All right, mics are hot. Mics are hot. Mics are hot. Are all right. Hey! Woo! All right, all right. We got a we got a uh, a muscle on the boat, and. Uh, oh, can I take a picture? I want to ID it. Doc is going to try to ID this muscle. How many species do you have? Dave, how many species of mussels in New Hampshire? Dave says four. Because okay. Kansas has a lot. Dave said, Dave said four. Is four? Is, yeah. Oh, so it should be six. She's excited by the I think it's ellipsis. Ellipsis. Very expensive lure. You know, funny thing, Nick, uh, yesterday I was talking to Doc. Talk about fish, yeah. And she goes, "Oh, is that Cyprus Day?" And I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> of course, of course it is." Like, no what idea. else would it be? What else would it be? <laughs> I'm just like faking smart. It's been my weekend. Well, you have to when you have you know a hotshot 22 year old with a PhD <laughs> who's going for her second PhD. She's like the uh, Doogie physics. Hauser. Just like Doogie Hauser at fishes, masters in physics. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right, Stephen Hawking. <laughs> Doogie. <laughs> All right, hey, but we're going to... Uh, Nick Nick wants to share some information about how to bass fish at night. Really? A resident expert. Bass I don't know anything fisher. about bass fishing. Well, you keep bragging about it. Well, so, yeah, because i got to make myself feel good. <laughs> no, so, uh, yeah, that's my new, like, favorite thing is to go bass fishing at night. Is that because, uh, you know, the kids get to bed and you can get out of the house? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I don't have to get up early. Yeah. Um, Rich, you got something? Are you? <laughs> oh, Rich is snagged. Yes. And there are 10 different mussel species in New Hampshire. All right. New information. 10 mussels in New Hampshire. We were breathlessly awaiting that information. As important. It is. So which one did you find? Oh, she's getting to it. Yeah. Okay. By the way, the beeping we're hearing in the background uh, noise is the fish alarm saying there's fish under the boat. Well, I got a wacky rig going. So. They say, and also on the computer screen on Lawrence, it says you should be using um, Panther Martins or Met Spinners. Uh, <laughs> That would be the, the go-to bait. Oh, okay. But what's your go-to bait for uh, night fishing for bass? Well, so <laughs> I got into I got into night fish night fishing for bass uh, t- last summer or two summers ago um, when I happened to be out after the sun went down and started catching fish. I was like, "Wow, this is really cool. It's easy. <laughs> this is really fun." And Dave, by the, fu- the way, Dave just heard you say night night fisting. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're, that's what I was I'm, hoping nobody <laughs> caught that. 
<laughs> that's what everyone's trying not to laugh at. I just want to say that out loud because that way people know. <laughs> I know you fist the bass. Dave was right. It is night night fisting. No, 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 it's oh. <laughs> <laughs> Doc Martin says definitely it's fisting. What? <laughs> Always have to bring fish sex into it, don't <laughs> I, This is Dave. So wait, what kind of what kind of muscle? <laughs> I think Does he fist muscles? Elliptio. He's doing elliptio? Yeah. Is that right, Dave? Yeah. Yep, there it is. <laughs> See, he was right about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back to fisting. Uh, okay. So anyway, yeah, so I happened to fish past uh, dusk and caught a whole bunch of bass. And I was like, it was really cool because it's a totally different experience because, you know, you have to really fish by feel versus sight. Yeah. Now, so bass at night, are they, are they, is it audio? Are they hearing splashing and thing? Are you using so Senkos? What are you doing? Um, so what I've read is that um, they are fishing more by uh, their lateral lines, so movement. Um, and yet what I've found is actually not using a lot of movement has worked really well for me. So I'll so fish a Senko slow. and I'll just drop it in and I'll let it sit sometimes 30 seconds a minute and then give it a little twitch. Um, and, and then they pick it up. And so last night you went last night I went to crystal Lake and crystal Lake has really been my silver Lake. Um, <laughs> it's been your nightmare. <laughs> it has been my nightmare. And actually this year I've gone a bunch of times at night and I've had a whole bunch of line breaks and fish throwing hooks and all the rest. Um, and I went out a few nights ago and ran into a couple guys who were night fishing. And they said that they were catching them on Senko. So I went out last night, used Senko, caught three. It was great. Now, you think that was coincidence? Or maybe they lied to you and you used Senko when it worked? Or did was it really what they were using? Oh, it really was because like they caught fish while I was there yeah. and I wasn't catching fish. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they're, they're just, they're roaming at night. Usually, I I guess the bigger ones, you, you're more likely to catch a, a bigger bass at night. How big were your bass? Uh, they were definitely all within the two to three pound range. So pretty good size. Yeah. A lot of fun. Yeah, it was great. Now, how come you're not catching any bass now? Because I'm with other people. <laughs> I only fish alone. I only fish alone. <laughs> I have I have I have uh performance anxiety around other people. Yeah, but we, we especially <laughs> with a PhD, you know. I, it's hard with smart I'm people. I'm a terrible fisher person though, so you shouldn't <laughs> be embarrassed. I, I will tell you it is Zachmart has not picked up a rod yet today. Clearly. I made her buy license. Oh that's good. Yeah. But if Just we were if we were sitting in a pile of perch, she'd be catching perch. But we haven't even found we haven't even found the perch today. Yeah. It's a terrible, terrible day. I'm kind of hoping as I sit here talking to you and I jig my wacky rig that, you know, I'll get lucky. Now, speaking of lucky, you were helping me catch that big uh, lake trout. Yes. So we did have some success. We were, we were trolling. We were trying to learn how to troll. I don't know how to troll. I, trolling seems bizarre to it's, me. It's a weird thing. And we're letting out the line. I have these weighted uh, lines. It's got lead core line on it. And you, you measure the depth by color. So every time it changes color, you're going down five feet. Using a yeah. spoon that weighs nothing. So when you say lead core, you mean the line actually has lead in it? It actually has lead down the middle, and it's got a woven fabric around the edges of it. Now, how is that legal? Because it's not a lead jig head, and it's not being eaten by loons. Yeah, but, but what if your line has to get cut? Uh, well, I, I, you win. 
<laughs> uh, no, I'm just, I'm really curious. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I, all, all I know is that's the thing. And so I'm trying to do the thing. The thing. The thing. I'm trying to, to troll, learn how to troll. So far, I don't, <laughs> I don't love it. I know how to and, troll online. And, <laughs> so as I, was, as I was letting the line out, I thought I got snagged on something. We got this big fish. And the entire time reeling in, I couldn't even tell there was a fish on there or if it was a way of the line or all these things. And it was, a, it was a pretty good lake trout. So proof of concept, but I can't repeat it because I have no idea what I did and how I did it. That's how I feel when I go bass fishing. And we just had you do a whole piece on how to catch more yeah, bass Yeah, I mean, like, I catch them, and then I think that I know what I'm doing, and then I come out fishing with other people, and I look like an idiot. Yeah, but don't you can't compare your fishing text to anything else when you're on this lake. This lake will haunt you. Oh, no, we were on Conway Lake, and you and Vinny were. Vinny was. <laughs> no, you got a bunch. Yeah, I got a few. Yeah. yeah. But the, that's, a, that's a better lake. It is. It All is. right. Well, hey, Nick, thanks for being part of the uh, Fish Nerds Fun. Oh, you got more. Oh, I got more. I was ending this. Yeah, you, I, I know you were, were ending this. but you were, you were distracted fishing. I'm like, <laughs> All right, well, maybe he's done. No, I'm not going to let you end this segment without a, a little sentimental moment. Uh-oh. I haven't so, done any of those. Yet. Everybody get their handkerchiefs ready. <laughs> Tears are going to flow. No, in all seriousness, Clay, um, I just want to congratulate you on your 200th episode. It is an amazing accomplishment. Um the podcast fish nerds has been just an incredible thing to be a part of i fished a lot as a kid um some of my favorite memories with my dad are fishing and i stopped fishing for a long time and it is absolutely because of you that i'm fishing again um and i've been able to pass it on to my kids and it really does mean a lot so i know that that's my experience i know a lot of other people have had amazing experiences because of fish nerds and what you do so congratulations and thank you yeah, well hey you're welcome that's cool that's a nice thing to say and, and you know no one can see us on the podcast right now but nick's hands on the inside of my thigh right now and <laughs> <laughs> this, this whole thing is way uncomfortable for me so i'm gonna stop it <laughs> all right so hey everyone this is clay groves we are sitting uh we're driving in my car Doc Martin and I are here, and we are leaving New Hampshire. I'm driving her to the bus stop because I don't want to drive into the city. But I thought it would be a good opportunity to wrap up the Doc Martin's big adventure to New Hampshire (laughs) (laughs) and share what what we did while she was here because we recorded a little bit on the boat, Mm -hmm. but there's a lot more to tell. So so first of all, first impressions. You were at the airport, landed. What were your first thoughts on Boston? Um, so I was really surprised that the airport was way smaller than I thought, actually. Like, it was very small. I flew out of O'Hare in Chicago. And for um, those who don't know, O'Hare, I think, is the largest hub in the country. It's a monstrous airport, right? Or it, one of the it, largest in the country. I have no idea if it's one of the largest. Um, it's the one that I'm used to flying out of, but I, I thought, like, Boston seems like it'd be so big. And so I thought the airport would be huge. And uh, it, it was, I mean, it was just surprisingly small. Yeah, and, and I, I hate it. I uh, hate everything about going into Boston. I like going to Boston, but driving in is terrible. That's why we're taking the bus back. I'm just like, that's it. Not doing it. I put you on the bus. He's sick of me. <laughs> no, we had a great Good time. Yeah, we had a great time. Uh, and so we, I got you in New Hampshire. It was like a three-hour drive back to uh, back to home. We stopped like, to visit Dave Kellum at the uh, Red Hook Brewery in Portsmouth. Yes, the best way to travel is stopping at breweries on the way home. Perfect, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yep, and that was that was really nice. And then uh, my my kids were so excited because in our house, 
Doc Martin's like uh, a folk hero. She's, <laughs> she's like Paul Bunyan, <laughs> the sciencey I'm Paul smaller. Bunyan, <laughs> like this, the smart version of Paul Bunyan. <laughs> 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 so the kids were super duper psyched. I but think Zoe even got out of bed, she even did. though she was not supposed to. She was not. I didn't even <laughs> yell at her in front of you. I worked really hard all weekend not to yell at my kids in front of you. To be fair, Michael Jackson was playing. I did, did say that. Did <laughs> you did? We're kind of to bring it. So we were the kids were in the car, and Zoe was acting weird, like you know, eleven year olds do. And I got really mad at her, and I'm like, Zoe, I would be yelling at you right now, but Michael Jackson's playing on the radio right now, and who can yell over Michael Jackson? Uh, but in, if if you weren't there, I would have yelled over Michael Jackson. So. <laughs> Uh, rest in peace. <laughs> so uh, Friday morning, I drove you back down two hours south to visit Dave Kellum and go striper fishing. Yes. Yeah, and we got in his little dinghy. <laughs> his very comfortable boat. Yeah. Dave has a stripped down boat, which it means stripped down means there's nothing on this boat. It's just a deck uh, and a motor. And oh, does it float? It floats and it then, works great. Then it works. <laughs> it works great. It just has no, there's no comforts at all. Uh, just like Dave. He's so uncomfortable. <laughs> no. But but he took his fishing in the Squamscott River, which we talked a little bit on the on the podcast already. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, fun to say. It is really fun to say. And we, Squamscott. We caught a few herring, caught a white perch, uh, and then we decided to uh you know, bait up to try and target white perch. But Dave had these har- this horrible bait, and I didn't want to use it. Mm-hmm. It was awful. It was adorable and awesome. They were the grossest things. Imagine a night crawler with like a million looking leg things on it that can eat you. Sete. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's S-E-T-E-A. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they're called. I think so too. And 80% confidence. Yeah. And I am 80% <laughs> confident that thing wanted to kill me. And they're awful. I do not like those. They're called sea worms, right? They're just gruesome monsters. They're super cool looking and they have like really neat mouths that like open up with these little pincher like things with and intent. so they can bite you. Yep. Criminal um, they intent. don't bite you um, uh, unless you're you're clay and just unusually scared. Um, <laughs> they can sense and, it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah and it, there's a lot of very dramatic whining I think. He was whining. I was just saying Doc can you put this on the hook for me because I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it was pretty funny. And you did. You paid my hook. For I did. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, you totally did. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, we had a great time with Dave, and uh, God, I love that guy. I'm just so happy every time he spends time with us. Now, people who don't know Dave well, who are new to the show, Dave was one of the original founders of the Fish Nerds, mm-hmm. and uh, in his personal life, he's his hobbies are being a hermit and never leaving his home or never t- interacting with other people. And he should so, totally leave because he's awesome. He is totally great. So getting him, getting him to get with anybody is a challenge, and uh, <laughs> and I just love him. So so happy <laughs> to go fishing <laughs> with him. Uh, so we got home from Friday night from that, and oh, and we oh. went by the bridge. The bridge with Dave, the wonderful smelling bridge. Oh yeah, we before we left, Dave took us on a cr- on a beautiful uh, cruise of the Squamscott uh, mm-hmm. uh, waste treatment facility, <laughs> which I, which looks beautiful. I mean, for the for the three hours we were out there, it was that five minutes that really left an impression. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> and, uh, a very uh, aura factor, aura factor. If you have to say, but it, it it really impacted your your nose and your. And your taste buds. What's really important, though, to know is that smell can trigger memories. And so next time, (laughs) next time (laughs) that you walk past an open cesspool of death and hate, you'll think of us. It'll be perfect. (laughs) (laughs) So, 
And then uh, the next day was Saturday, and that was, was it Saturday? No. Wait, what day did I get here? Friday. I got here on Thursday. So Friday, Friday we, we went fished. with Dave. And then Saturday we did not fish. No, we, we did didn't. We did family was, things. That's right. We went to the Tamworth Farmer's Market. Nothing fishy there. No, it was one fishmonger there, but I didn't talk to him. And we had tried the mead. and Mead, local mead, local cider. And cider, that's right. And then we went to the Tamworth Distillery and tasted like 10 kinds of whiskeys. Mm-hmm. Two was, of which were very good. Two were good. Yeah. yeah. You, you even, well, well, you have bought some, right? Yes, I got some to bring home. Yeah, which I'll have to mail to you. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, but uh, totally great, and I forget what else we did that day. And then the next day was the big fishing adventure, which you've already heard on the podcast. Yep. Great time. And again, getting Dave on a boat with a bunch of other people, remarkable. <laughs> yeah, that was really fun. <laughs> it was so fun. <laughs> so fun. Fishing was terrible as always, and the Silver Lake le- <laughs> lived up to its reputation. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Uh, and then Sunday... What did I say? We didn't catch any fish, but we caught a lot of fun. <laughs> you did say that. I did. I wasn't going to repeat that. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Yay. And then, and then Sunday... Gosh, what did we do on Sunday? Um, I don't remember. No, Sunday was Silver Lake. Oh, that was a Silver Lake. Uh-huh. That's right. Saturday was the Tamworth... Oh, yeah. And then, so Monday, that was yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. We yeah. went hiking. We went hiking. Well, we had to go to like 10 parades in the morning with my daughter. She oh, was, yeah. So those who don't know small towns, we live in a really small community. And my kids go to school in a smaller community. We actually, we actually send them to a smaller school than in their own community to go to school to Jackson. And there's, I think, like, like 45 kids in the whole school. So, so when they go parading, it's like a parade of like 10 kids. And you have one of each instrument. You got one of each, each <laughs> instrument. Every kid gets to be a soloist. Yep. And they march and they bust them from like spot to spot and they paraded for Memorial Day and did all the things. And, mm-hmm. and we had a good time with that. That was weird. You got poison ivy. I, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Clay yes. pointed it out and then I stepped in it. Yeah. I said, hey, Doc, Perfect. look, poison <laughs> ivy. She goes, where? Oh, it's yeah. Right there. I'm probably going to get poison ivy. I did. Yeah. So you get to bring <laughs> that back with you. Memories. <laughs> yeah, good times. <laughs> I'm itching for fun. Uh, and then and then we went, we were going to go boating, but the weather was awful. Mm-hmm. It was just cold. We thought it was going to get more awful. Yeah. And we went hiking up uh, in the White Mountains, mm-hmm. and we had a really good time. And we, we kind of a fun, fun for kids. If you're taking kids hiking, when you go out in the woods, pick a target of something you're looking for, like a, something you're hunting for, mm-hmm. and you give the kids focus. They don't complain about hiking. They just keep going and looking, and they get real serious about it. So we were looking for three things. We were looking for um, carnivorous plants. So we have we have two two species three species uh, two species in the state. We've got uh, we've got the purple. Uh, purple pitcher plant. Purple pitcher. That's hard to say. <laughs> the purple pitcher plant, and we have the sundews. There's just two species of those, right? There's the. Mm-hmm. What are they? There's uh, the. It's either narrow leaf, narrow leaf, yeah. and then the. I don't know, spade leaf or circle leaf or something yeah, like you that. Can, you can yeah. just look it up. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> but there's only one in our area, and so we went looking for those, and then, but. Because it's so special in New Hampshire, we have a non we have a vascular plant that does not do photosynthesis. It's a pure white plant mm-hmm. called the Indian pipe. It is not a fungus. Not a fungus. Although not everyone fungus. says, Oh, like a fungus, and then Doc goes, No, actually it's a vascular plant. <laughs> we stopped into the I adjust uh, my glasses a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we stopped into the uh, into the White Mountain National Forest Visitor Center to talk to the Rangers. And my friend Chase works there. And 
he never heard of of, uh, of these plants before, and then he he made the fatal error of asking a professor, "What is a vascular plant?" And and, and I loved this because I I said, "Uh oh, get comfortable," mm. and you took this deep professor breath. And then you just dumped the information <laughs> on them. Well, you have to start with the difference between fungi and plants, right, of course. You because did. that's what, exactly what you said was, oh, like a fungus. No, 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 no. It's not <laughs> like a fungus. Right. Fungi don't have vascular tissue. So vascular tissue is the xylem and the phloem mm-hmm. that moves food and water throughout a plant. And some plants have it and some plants do not. And the plants that have vascular tissue are things like trees and all your pretty flowers. And those are called the higher plants. Mm-hmm. So those are more evolutionarily derived. That's the short version. Right. Yeah. <laughs> she was on the higher, lower, the mid, high, low, and all had all these different different rankings. The hierarchy. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was great. And then we went out and uh, we saw people catching fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we hiked around and we found two of the three targets, right? We did a little bit too early for the Indian pipes. It was sad. I was really hoping. I know next week I'm going to find one and send you a photo. He's going to mock me and taunt me with them. I'll say, <laughs> yeah. And it's funny if you pick these things, they turn black immediately. So like picking one as a sample to send to you won't doesn't do any good. Oh, just you know, I, I would prefer to to leave things in nature. I will kill things for you. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please do not do that. Yeah. So we did that hike, and then we went out for dinner, and then went to. Uh, ben and Jerry's, my friend Benny owns the Ben and Jerry's in town. And, and it was some, awesome. Had so much food last night. <laughs> we thought we were all going to die. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's it. So and then now here we are in the car. Yep, heading back heading to the back airport. And looking at the GPS, <laughs> I think we're going to miss your 830 bus. <laughs> oh no, that's okay. <laughs> we'll be fine. I have a 930 bus. Oh, you got a book. I mean, yeah, hanging out at the bus station is pretty fun, right? <laughs> Could be. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to find out. Well, it gives us time. All right. So uh, everyone uh, who's listening still, thank you so much for being part of this. Like this. <laughs> Say bye, Doc. Bye, Doc. Hey, guess what podcast is up to 200 episodes? Guess. Guess. I bet you can't I guess. I bet you can't guess. Fish Nerds. Oh, yeah. Fish Nerds. Fish Nerds. Yes. Clay Groves, the uh, chief nerd over there at Fish Nerds, is up to 200 episodes. So congratulations, guys. 200. And we're going to we're gonna tell him a funny joke because he loves fish jokes. So Are I'm gonna, we funny? I'm, I'm going to attempt <laughs> to read the joke. <laughs> That's up oh, for who debate. are we? We're the Steel Empire. Steel Empire. We're about to record our episode. Of a quest for magic and steel. What episodes are we on? I don't know. We're, We're in season like two. We're in year three. Something. I have no idea. <laughs> yes. So uh, here's my joke. Let's see if you guys know this one. Why did the whale eat two ships full of potatoes? Why did the whale eat two ships full of potatoes? I don't know. Why? Because no one can eat just one potato ship. Ah. Uh- Happy 200th, Clay. Woo! Okay, so we've been on Silver Lake now for going on 17 hours. Boo. We've put three fish on the boat. It's the pirate boat. Here comes the pirate, pirate ship. Boat. Oh my God, Yay! the pirate boat is showing up. That was very exciting. <laughs> There's a pirate ship here on the lake. and it's, They're not fishing, but they're going to catch as many fish as we did. And What's have more fun. What's favorite letter? Arr. You'd think it was R, but it's really the C. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> For the win. Oh. <laughs> For the win. So we, so we're this is this is wrapping up our two hundredth episode or five year uh, anniversary of the podcast. 
Go ahead, Rich. And what a journey it's been. <laughs> it's been a journey. <laughs> and we're headed for a collision. <laughs> <laughs> there's really, like, for, for listeners who can't see as well as we can, uh, there's really a pirate ship on this stupid lake called yeah. Silver and, Lake. And we really are about to collide with it. Yeah, and it's it's bright red and yellow. It's got a nice mast and a pirate flag. It's pretty well, cool. He's too busy taking pictures. Yeah. And we're going to T-bone it. He doesn't know how to drive the boat yet. <laughs> That's all right. They look so happy, those pirates. They look so happy. Let's wave. Hello. Everybody Hello. loves boat waves. They're looking the other way. <laughs> they wave. They know us. Now they're going to board us and make us walk the plank. <laughs> is, that, is that a mermaid on the front, on the bow? Is that... Oh! <laughs> that is the coolest thing I've ever seen. I love it. Don't you, we have a horn? Yeah, hunk. That's a pontoon boat. Oh, is it this thing? Yeah, so Man. I I was... <laughs> I think we were dissed by pirates. So I, I actually was putting gas in this pontoon boat the other day, and I bumped into these guys at the gas station. And I was I was saying, oh, you're on Silver Lake with your pirate ship? He's like, yeah. And I, and I said, I'll be guiding out there this summer. And then, this is not, I'm not even making this up. He said, why the fuck would you guide on Silver Lake? And we ask the same thing. We keep asking and coming out here and asking again and again. Yeah. And it's always the same answer. Yeah, so now now that we've got a, uh, a doctor on the boat with us, why aren't we catching fish on this lake? Oh, no. Um, no. All right, well. It's a good it's a good doctor that was answer. The most succinct PhD answer I've heard. Oh, that's harsh. In other words, she needs data. Let's give her some credit. Right. She needs data. Right. She doesn't have enough information oh, to answer right. the question. Yes. Well, I have enough. I just didn't want to hurt your feelings. <laughs> All right. That was your it's one lifeline, and you blew it. It's because Rich Collins is on the boat. Yeah. I wasn't earlier, uh, although I, there was a fish, I really and caught, I caught a fish. Early. And I caught a nice big. fish. I caught well. a fish too. Uh, hey, Dave. Wrong species. So five years in, you're, you're, you're not uh, regular on the podcast anymore. Did you expect Ooh. it to keep going this long after you left? I did not. And I didn't expect it to get as good as it got. You've been doing really, like you got really good. Well, there's a secret I learned. It's, it's a <laughs> podcast with no pants on. That's the <laughs> trick. So nice. all of us right now have no pants. We've <laughs> right. been podcasting the we, whole day. We are actually podcasting sans pants. <laughs> well, Dave just pushed the mic away. <laughs> Dave does have pants, but they are infested with bugs. Oh, that's harsh. But I mean, but but I mean, honestly, Dave, like for me, this five years has been it's been a, a good fun time. Glad that you uh, were part of the beginning, and you're here now. Uh, and you know, I, I always keep a seat warm for you. So anytime that, that makes me uncomfortable yeah. with, with no pants. That's <laughs> no pants. pretty gross. There's a, there's a, there's a skid mark. <laughs> oh, that's hard. <laughs> oh, go ahead for five years. So this is the longest thing I've ever done. <laughs> it's actually longer than I've had a, a job. Cause I've been, well, school, I, but it, this has been longer than my PhD. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. Cause, cause you joined up with us almost at the beginning. Mm -hmm. So our longest correspondent is Doc Martin. And we're, again, also super, super glad that you're part of this. It's been a really cool thing. And you give our show that kind of credibility that we need oh, no. once in a while. <laughs> I want to be responsible for that. Yep. Yep. That's your job. Cause what, what happens inevitably, invariably is I will get into something, telling a story and I get over my head in the science and I make fart jokes or sex jokes. <laughs> And then having someone like you to turn to, to like bring it back to like wow. science, and you're like, no, that's flatulence, not farts, or whatever it is, 
You the make it good. Exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna put that on my resume. The science of the fart. I supply the science behind the farting. Yeah, Joke. and and I, we should, probably should thank all the listeners for all their participation in this podcast because honestly, that's why we do the show is we have the listener feedback. So all the Fishner Nation, thank you for uh, for being part of this. And uh, we're gonna have to get off this lake soon because Nick's wife keeps texting him. I, 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 <laughs> that's not true. Realistically, when are you going to be home, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> looks could kill right? uh, this is a podcast you actually have to strike me and they have to hear the sound uh, well we can fake Stop. it too yeah <laughs> so so let's let's do it let's kind of bring this home uh and uh wrap this this episode up uh, and wait. no i gotta get everybody uh, we're trying to do a selfie as a wrap up we can do that after all right uh <laughs> and so let's, let's wrap this up Doc Martin's going to be uh, at my house for a couple more days. I'm going to try and squeeze a fake news podcast out of her tomorrow. If we Perfect. Can pull it off. So until next time. <laughs> if there's a next. Time. No, no. Please no. God, no. <laughs> so there'll be more. So any other lake? Uh, oh, 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 before we depart. So we'd like to thank our families for supporting us while we podcast, do all the quests and fishing and all the things we do. Uh, special thanks to all the Fishners listeners for for all the support. Patreon subscribers, really big deal that you're part of this. Because honestly, without the money, we're dead. Uh, big thank you to the Fishners correspondents. Not just those on this boat, but on this boat, we're going to thank you especially because you're here. So, Rich Collins, Nick, Hudson Swagger, Doc Martin, and even Dave Kellum. <laughs> even Dave Even Dave Kellum. Who I thought died in Africa or something. I did. And, oh, and to the fishing dog, Ruthie. Yeah, Dave. Dave had died of malaria uh, months ago. I was pretty shocked to see you back. <laughs> yeah, well. we, got, we got the ghost of Dave Callum. Uh, so <laughs> he has a twin brother, and, we, and the fish alarm is going off. Right, which can't think of anything. Which Nick can't think of anything else. So until next time, follow the code of the fish nerds. Fish long and fish often. Fish, fish, long, and often. <laughs> fish long and prosper. <laughs> I have no short-term memory. Do something. I don't know. Early oh, I should have known it was fish sex related. How did I miss that? Dave wrote that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spawn early and often. Avoid free lunches with strings attached and... Never set your hook in a circle hook. Never use a circle hook. <laughs> <laughs> Swim against the current every chance It's been five years and no one knows that. No one knows that. Yeah. I, you know, I still read it every time. It's more, more like I don't know the finishes. Yeah. I don't remember things. All right, 200 podcast worst podcast ever. <laughs> On the worst <laughs> lake ever. <laughs> On the worst lake, that's right. Thank you, guys. <laughs>